0: You've probably heard this thrown out. Someone says, hey, nobody's perfect. Hey, look, no one is perfect. Who do you think you are? And that's actually not the point. The point isn't that no one's perfect. The point is we're supposed to be perfect. The Bible says to be perfect the same way Jesus is perfect. That is the problem. And that's where we're going today wake the faith up slayer garth heckman david alliance thanks for reaching out to me And you can reach me at tdagiantslayer at gmail.com you know i've got a lot of listeners i always forget that my podcast is broadcast on a few radio stations so people will reach out to me and i'm like well where did you hear me I heard you on the internet. Well, yeah, don't most people, but it'll be like an internet radio station. And so, Josh, I know you're one of those guys who puts it out there, so thank you and and anyone else who does that. I I don't say thanks enough for those of you who spread my podcast out. Uh, I just hit over a 100, I think 110,000 listeners, Um, and that doesn't mean they all listen at the same time, but it's still pretty cool, tickles me pink. So thank you. And with that, we're brought to you by MingleMateMarry.com, podcast, YouTube, and website for the perfect marriage material and swag. Whether you're mingling, mating, dating, marrying, check out MingleMateMarry.com. It makes every day a great day to be single, and it also makes every day a great day to be married. Yeah, that's a whole nother topic. Hey, I want to read to you out of Hebrews chapter 12. I'm going to pick up halfway through verse 1. I call it 1B. Ever have a pastor say that? Like we're picking up today in the Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1B, and as a kid, you're looking like going, well, there are bees in the Bible? I didn't, I didn't see. And we're gonna read through verse 2. And it says this, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Now we have Matthew 5:48. Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Yes, that's a tall order. Have you ever read that verse and thought, "Well, uh, I guess I can check out now. This is not going to happen." And now listen to Philippians chapter 3, verse 12, and we are going somewhere. But hang in there. Last verse: Not that I have already obtained all this, or have already been made perfect but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. This is the Apostle Paul saying, I'm not perfect. Hey, we should be perfect like Jesus is perfect, but I'm not perfect. That's like saying, okay, minute, you know, uh, bowl. It's like everyone needs to be 12 feet tall. I'm not 12 feet tall. I'm only 7 feet tall, but you should be 12 feet. You know, it's... It's the guy who benches 800 pounds. Everyone should bench 2,000 pounds. I don't bench 2,000 pounds. I only bench 800, but you should bench 2,000. You look at it and you go, look, Paul, if you can't be perfect, but we're still supposed to be perfect like Jesus, please explain what says that he's the perfecter of our faith. What does that mean? It means Christ set before us an example of what the perfect faith looks like and what we should strive for. I just recently heard someone say, ministry is saying yes to that which you are not qualified for outside of your intimacy with God. And it got me thinking, if you were looking at a graph and on the far left side was levels of intimacy, bottom would be the low end, top would be the high end, and across the bottom, at the bottom right, ran the purity scale, as your graph would climb up, it would magnify and show a greater power as you grew in purity. And this is what Hebrews is saying. He's the perfecter of our faith. Our faith is motivated and empowered by the purity and the perfection in our walk. But what also do these verses say? It says that Jesus is at the right hand of the Father, so he's praying for us, interceding for us. It says that he is our example to shoot for, and it's still dependent on our pursuit of Jesus. Sometimes we think that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, and it does, it does. That's straight out of the Bible, but you know what? We also see that there is a perfecting to our faith. So we have faith, but there is a perfecting to this, a purity that must come upon our faith. A little faith with perfection is greater than a lot of faith with little perfection. Remember Jesus' words, faith the size of a mustard seed can move a mountain that mustard seed of faith must have been pretty pure. What am I trying to say? I have great faith, I really do, but I know that if there is sin in my life, I'm playing with dirty faith, and it's pretty pathetic. If I have very little faith, but I know I'm intimate with Jesus and my walk is pure, it's much more powerful. Would you rather light a bomb with a tiny bit of dry gunpowder or a whole bucket of wet gunpowder? i hope that makes sense and you get what i'm trying to say so let's take where we're at and ask god to help perfect our faith you know we oftentimes pray for more faith i need more faith i need more faith and i get it and i've been there and i'll still pray that prayer trust me and so will you but let's see if we can get a little bit of faith or the faith that we have and make it more pure meaning our walk Our mind our habits comes through intimacy with Jesus let's see that little bit of faith move mountains maybe today we worry not so much about our faith but our perfection when was the last time you prayed for perfection you prayed for purity would it be wise to pray for more of God's faith sure but maybe today it would be even more wise to pray for God's perfection and purity than to simply keep babbling on about more faith when our walk is dirty. Just a thought, until tomorrow, keep slaying giants.